welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Queens got their designing on as they paired up to create complimentary looks all inspired by a single color. So who created a winning look and who failed miserably? It's time to talk all things Drag Race UK4. And joining me is someone who also has a temper tantrum when they don't want to wear clothes. Liam Koji, how are you? Hi. Um, I feel like that is you on the ground like Sminty when there are things that you don't want to wear, which is probably on a daily basis. No, I like all my clothes. You like your clothes, but you never yeah. wear them. You're always naked. <laughs> You've seen me wear clothes. I've seen you wear clothes. And then I've seen and your Instagram. Clothes. They are, but on your Instagram, um, seldom is there clothing. Well, yeah, it's like Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande has all this designer shit, but all she wears is like long sweatshirts and boots and a ponytail. It's a branding. Probably designer, though. Um, I think they're all like streetwear designers, which I mean, it's still sort of designer now and like... Yeah the current fashion ecosystem but she has like a bunch of like actual like legacy like house shit meanwhile i wear old navy or whatever brand fits me because they don't make shit for me i'm currently wearing a women's top for my ex's line (laughs) oh that's cute we love that all right well as always, I must leave this disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters that are presented through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given an opportunity to go on a television show to share their craft, but they have also put themselves to be in the position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only to discuss reality television show. All right, that's out there. I just need to leave that out there because you never know who's listening. Don't want anyone to get upset. We're talking about an unscripted reality show where there's a lot of story producing um also you just sounded like the end of like a pharmaceutical commercial exactly because i just need to get this shit out there (laughs) yeah now everyone knows what i said you can slow me down at like 0.5 and actually hear what i said but um the the important shit's out there um but yeah i um vehemently disagree with a lot that happened this episode really yeah I disagree with one of the NAFTAs. Well, that's a whole thing. That was all because weird, but... the person fading into the background was not a copper top. T, yeah, and that's where I feel like copper top had a um, predetermined role at this episode, and that's why I don't agree with this episode. So, uh, I, I we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it, but. For now, Starlet has left the building. John Burst is relieved to be walking back in the workroom, and 
She's glad she got to prove herself and show that she can do this. We will have Cheddar say that John Bruce believed the win and speaks for the collective that Starlet could have been a contender. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Mm-hmm. Wow, you I... don't like Starlet? <clears throat> I love Starlet. I think that Starlet is sort of half-baked, though, and that she needs a few more years to sort of, like, pull it together because she'd only performed a couple of times and like exactly you need you need you need a little more time on the stage time talking no but then also like olivia lux was in drag for what like five seconds and like but she performed a lot she was she's a performer by nature well yeah because she's a trained performer Mm -hmm. but sorry it's not lux i guess no not olivia Sorry, well, Jombers knows she's really messed up. She's been safe and in the bottom, and I hate to break it to you, kid. You're going to mess up real soon again. Perhaps even this episode. But Sminty will say, no offense to anyone else, but Starlet was her biggest competition looks-wise. And the room agrees. They, they all were like, yeah, you're, you are correct. Um, no, okay, can no, I just, no. Can I, goes. can I rant? Sure. What the fuck was that stupid fucking critique she got last week at, last week on that look? That look was fucking incredible. I mean, good. You know what? Because it was it was simple, but it was like it was impactful. It looked fucking cool. Also, if I had that like skinny twink body with like fucking like perfect abs and everything, I would never wear a shirt either. It looked incomplete. It needed some sort of top. That's the problem there. Maybe she could have had better pasties, but to me, like that's the only thing. I, I like I like the sort of half dress moment. That's fair. That's fair. It was a Danny, strong look. Danny will stir the pot and and say, Sminty, are you worried about being a look queen? And she says that she and Starlet were in a similar wheelhouse and Starlet was just more expensive, polished version, but she is glad she's gone as it makes her look better now. So how is everyone else feeling? Well, baby is feeling devo, which is short for devastated. Um, is that what the kids are saying? You're a kid. Do you say that? That's like a very British thing. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, if they're like going to like shorten a word, it always ends up getting shortened with an O at the end. So do you use devo? No. Okay. I, I, cause I'm from LA. We, we, <laughs> we like to like, you don't sort things you make things even longer i make things even longer i you know (laughs) you gotta have like plenty of time to get that vocal fry in it's true it is true (laughs) baby thought this was going to be her challenge she is quietly seething with rage and resentment and thought she would have had a badge but she is in fact badgeless and LaFille is like, if week two is girl band, what's next? And pixie's like well this week will be the finale and i was like well keeping up with the way the we're just upping the amount of bitches in a finale. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Who said that? Pixie said it, but like, it's possible we could have like 15, we can have 15 <laughs> girls in a finale because why not? Rue loves having everyone in a finale nowadays. <laughs> now, Cheddar will ask a room if anyone would be bringing Old Maiden as she stands in her shroom reminding Sminty that she called it an Old Maiden. What is your take on Old Maiden? I think that they're just sort of running with the joke. I, they both understand that that's not what she meant. But like, I think it's funny. It's funny. I Because that's that's on brand for like, that's on brand for Sminty to say. That's like on brand for like the House of Kendall generally. 
Danny says that Starlet was the tippy tippy top in looking, but it takes more than just look to do well there. And that is the tea. Remember, kids, on the show of the future, you gotta be more than just look queen. And speaking of Swinty, she didn't want to taste the bottom, so she's going to get back to the top, and everyone better watch out as she is tossed in old maiden dress as she dances in it, and that's on that. <laughs> I want her to do a, I want her to do a full Sminty old maiden like look just to show everyone, look, I can do old maiden too. Eat my words. I, I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She's very tall. She is. Too tall. I mean, it looks like she could get like knocked over by a strong gust of wind. Oh, fully. Not even Absolutely. a strong gust of wind. <laughs> I could probably push her with a finger and she'd fall over. <laughs> She's so skinny. She is. Now, I've the queen's never arrived. in my life been that skinny. Me either. Ah, no, that's a lie. That's actually a lie. I, there, there's a photograph of me as a child when I was swimming. I also had abs and pecs at like 10 years old. It was a thing. Um, stop that. Listeners, he's trying to move his pecs on camera. No. Trying go to. Away. Trying, trying to. to. There is a t-shirt in the way. Fine. Oh, there, there's the boobs. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> The queens arrive for a new day. And Danny is well-rested, had her beauty sleep, three energy drinks deep, and ready for the day. How many coffee, coffees have you had, Liam? I think I'm on my fourth. Okay, not bad, not bad. I'm usually, struggling today. I'm not doing yeah, well. Bad. Usually we see you um, gram it, and we see every time you have a, uh, a coffee beverage, um, you document it for the gram. Mostly now on TikTok. My entire brand now is basically just drinking coffee. So now you're telling me I have to follow you on TikTok? Are you kidding me? You have to follow me everywhere. I need an intern. <laughs> this table is now filled with seven badges. That's right, people. Seven people have a Peter badge after two episodes. Make it make sense. Like, what is the point of these things besides selling them to the viewers? Oh, wait. There, 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 there is no point to them. They're dumb. They're so. I stupid. mean, I think it's fun because, like, but you know, <clears throat> have I bought almost every badge made? Yes, they they are succeeding at what they're trying to do. You know, it's fun. I just, I the only th- problem that I have with it is like, it should come with some sort of prize. You know, even if it's not like $5,000, like you can budget. Like this is like a fairly large- A Tic Tac lunch with RuPaul. It's like- A guest spot on Chatty Man. Okay, no. Well, Chatty Man is done. Um, What do you mean it's done? Chatty Man no longer exists. Since when? Like five years. No. Yeah. Really? Are you thinking- Yeah, Chatty Man with Alan Carr? I thought he still had forever. the show. What? I thought he still had it. I thought he, okay, interesting. No, Graham Norton's the only one now with the show. Interesting. I don't know what Alan Carr is doing. I love Alan Carr, though. Me too. Well, Smitty's going to pose the question, while they do all have badges, do they all deserve a badge? And obviously the answer is no. Yes, they do. No, they, they always... don't. Not that entire yes, they team. Do. Yes, they do. That's how, like, the girl group challenge works. Although... Not in the Philippines. The... No way, Jose. Not in the Philippines. Well, because then they're getting a cash prize. It was the same when they did the challenge on Canada's Drag Race. Um, Geometric got the, got the win. 
but they're not giving money, so why not just give the badges to the entire team? The entire team put it together. Because it will mess the results later on. It's going to mess everything up. No one cares. That's true. That's fair. So Danny's going to use Smitty's lyrics against her and call her Manchester Manchester mannequin, no badge panicking. I was like, very good, very good. I'm sure you slept on that one and came up with that. You said that again? Was that 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 Danny? Danny Beard. Very good. Very well. Danny is a shitster. I love it. Oh, absolutely. Do you follow her on Twitter? No, I don't follow anyone. I don't. I, I don't do Twitter. I need an intern. You need to. Here, I'll do your Twitter. Okay, fine. I won't be your intern, but I'll be your assistant. Um, but Dang. Danny's entire brand on Twitter is like chaos. I'm like more or less so than uh, Kamora. Kamora is not chaotic on Twitter. Um, Jada is. Jada is the definition of chaos. I'm obsessed. That's oh, why I like Jada. I didn't like Jada on her season, but Jada now, like on Twitter, now that we like, see her it. personality, can't. incredible. So maybe we'll call out Sminty for messing up her lyrics. Um, John bursts for admitting that she choked up, but she wants to remind the room that she turned it out. And Miss FKA Twigs said she is magnetic on stage and a natural talent, so she'll go take that to the bank where the pound is still tanking. Thank you, Liz. That Trust was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. And I'm, my, I'm almost at the point where I'm like, I should be booking everything for DragCon, even if I don't go, because it's yeah. probably right now the best time to do it. Oh, yeah. And you need to go to London. Like I know. 100%. You would love, no, I need to go to London with you. You need a tour guide. Yeah, I know. I know. And London is like sounds, my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorites. Go. The alarm sounds for the arrival of Miss RuPaul, who has given them some bingo calls. Um. I kind of wish that they did have to do a makeover challenge for two old ladies. Like that would be the entertainment that we all deserve. Um, yeah. That would be fun. Hopefully there'll be a makeover challenge this season. Though. We'll see. They're no Ru longer says, super limited. Yeah, I know. It is true. Ruth says that she loves this time of the year as it's time for the red carpet for the first annual NAFTA awards. This obviously is a play on the BAFTAs, but for us Americans who don't get the pun, the term NAF is British slang for lacking in style or good taste. Now I learned something. I didn't know that either. Yeah. <clears throat> now I get it. I find British slang very confusing. And I only know it through like the lens of like 40 year olds. So I'm very lost. In this mini challenge, they have to have minutes to get into red carpet drag. And it's quite funny watching the ladies try to get into their first quick drag as Minty can't find anything to wear and Copper is stuck in her top. Said no bottom ever. <laughs> Pixie is going to go to her Nan's carpet and looks dreadful. Um, so now, what makes these awards so special is that they voted for their fellow queens and they were not allowed to vote for themselves. Sounds like the fabulous Why She Blacks pop buzz yearbook interviews. If you don't watch them every week, they're very, very good. They also, are. go watch the Attitude interviews with Tia Coffee. We love Fuck Tia that. Coffee on the podcast. No, we don't. Yes, we do. You might. We love Tia Coffee. I don't like her. Okay, well, you're wrong, and I'm right. She was bitchy to me at Jackon. I love her. I adore her. Maybe she was bitchy to you because you are a bitch. Not a joke, just a fact. Kidding! <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So what are the queens going to win? They get an oversized version of the RuPaul ornament. It's terrible. Like Ru doesn't see the resemblance. And <laughs> did you buy one of those iconic um, ornaments last year? No, Trixie Mattel bought them all before anyone else could. God damn it. I wanted one so badly. <laughs> so let's go through the awards. Um, the award for based in show, which honors the actress who has displayed the most star quality. The winner is Black Peppa. I agree. That's very accurate. She is a star. Black Peppa is the breakout of the season. Yes. 100%. She is, she is, she is the bid me. She is going to be like it. Yeah. The award for best background actress in a non-speaking role goes to Coppertop. The Shade. Nope. She was not thrilled. Nope. I would have voted for LaFille personally, but I'm not in that room to vote. I would have voted for Pixie. Who, who the fuck is Pixie? Where is she? I don't see her. Talk about her. Don't worry. She's nowhere. I like, and I feel bad because I feel like she's her personality is being edited out. Because like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine somebody being that dull. Yeah. The next category is best scene stealing, attention grabbing, camera hog, and no listeners. Liam did not qualify as he is not a contestant on the show. The winner (laughs) is Danny Beard and that awful wig. Someone actually brought that wig to Drag Race. What the fuck? Even back was Chips not, has more taste. That was... Oh, don't be mean. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. It wasn't even the worst wig in the lineup. Did you see the fills? The fills yeah. Party City plastic, like, shiny. <laughs> I just don't understand the color on Danny's wig. It was, like, yellow. And then it went into, like, a brunette. It just was weird. It was very strange. It was very strange, but I think that they were all told to bring ugly wigs. Probably. Excuse Category. Best actress resting on pretty and the award goes to Baby. Interesting. Uh, she's loving this. Her ego is alive and well. Um, she says she's not pretty funny, but she's pretty. Not sure that's pretty. who I would have gone with, but I guess because we had to give the award to someone else somewhere else, that's why we went with Baby. Baby out of jog. Gorgeous. Baby in jog. Maybe needed a couple of minutes more. Bloop. <laughs> the final award goes to Best Hot Mess. And yet again, Liam is not up for this award because it goes to Sminty Drop. Um, do you yep. think they get to keep those robusts? Do they get to keep them? Yeah, I think Baby posted hers. Oh my God. What? That's, that's worth the win. It is. I mean, it's better than a badge. It literally is better than a badge because it's iconic and no one else can get them. Wait, why don't they actually like, why don't they like do that? Or no, everybody, every week you're in the bottom two, but you don't get eliminated. You get one of the, uh, every time you went to the bottom two lip sync, you get one of the bad. (laughs) And you have to live with them in your bedroom as they watch you sleep. Yeah, I think it was Baby tweeted a picture of hers and was like, she's always watching. (laughs) It's the team. It is the team. All right, from the glamour of the red carpet to the bling of the bingo hall, this week's maxi challenge is not a rousing game of bingo. No, no. This week's maxi challenge, they will be making their own high fashion looks for a night down the bingo. They will be working in pairs as they will be making two complimentary looks. Now, we have seen a pairs design challenge on season two, but that was more of a design battle. A little different here, a little different. I prefer this. Yeah. So Rue summons the Brit crew and their balls to determine the pairs. Now, Jacob spins the thing, and I am too also like, what is the ball spinner called? Because honestly, this contraption, Google gave me multiple titles for what it is called, and I don't know which one is correct. 
I'm gonna look at me. <laughs> I'm gonna with I'm going with spinner. It spins, it spins, and it comes out. That we're gonna go with yeah, spinner. That works. Um yeah, let, let let's 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 go with spinner. Are you a bingo fan? No. Do you you don't go to drag bingo? I've been once. I'm not ancient. Wow. <laughs> I love drag bingo. So much. I I went to drag bingo once only for the drag. I don't like bingo. Bingo's for olds. Well, I mean, I am old, so I get that. Um, but I uh, would always frequent Albatross Bar um, for Sunday fun day drag bingo with Hariola Grande uh, before she moved. It's my but, new friend. Um, yeah, it, it was one of the <laughs> last days before the second lockdown where I won. Um, it was also the day that I was stood up by a blonde boy who ghosted me, who was supposed to bring me my heating pad as it was the start of my back issues. But what a time to be alive and emotionally scarred for life. Also, bingo. But another reason that I don't go to bingo to go to drag queen bingo is because the only drag queen bingo in LA is at Hamburger Mary's and absolutely fucking not. Why? We love burgers. I don't eat beef. A. B, the food at the Hamburger Mary's and and WeO is like. Okay. Fine. Next time we're going. <laughs> I mean, the only bar, actually, no, there's no Hamburger Mary's because the only bar in LA is McKee's. That's true. That's according to Liam, that is the literal only bar that I've ever <laughs> seen in West Hollywood. Uh, but according to Charlie Puth, there's lots of gay bars that he just drives by and doesn't go in. Question mark. <sighs> it's National Coming Out Day, kid. Come out already, please. We're begging you. Stop queer baiting. I mean, I don't think he's gay. I don't think he's queer. I think he's just queer rating and I don't like it. He's just a horny horn dog. Also, he's creepy. I don't like him. And like all these like little like Midwest twinks that I follow on Twitter are like obsessed with him and I don't. I just, Come on. His lyrics are literally let's Marvin gay and get it on. Brilliant. You turn me on like a light switch. I love his lyrics. Brilliant. All right, let's just it. talk about the pairs. We got the pairs. LaFille and Sminty Drop, Baby and Dakota Schiffer, Cheddar, Gorgeous and Copper Top, Danny Beard and Pixie Blade, and finally Black Peppa and Jomber's Blonde, which Rue says is a terrible name. Why does Rue hate her name so much? I hate it too. But the fuck is the Jombers? So there's been a lot of debate. I'm not sure what the full story is. On Wikipedia, or the wiki at one point said it was uh, a name that a friend's dad said. In other stories I have heard, it is a shortened version of Jean Bonnet. Nah. Jean Bonnet Blonde. Like, yeah, come on. Jean Bonnet Ramsey. Let's do it. I don't know. Maybe it's an Irish thing. It's definitely not. How do you know, Mr. Irish Man? You're right. I wouldn't know. Exactly. <laughs> I do know, but it's not an Irish thing. Also, he's from Belfast, but. Uh, which box would you pick because they're going to get to pick a color box here what what box would you pick what's your color of choice what do you think black yeah <laughs> that makes sense so sminty as the winner of the best hot mess gets to make the hot mess happen and assign the boxes she's going to give herself and lafille blue dakota and baby get black for cheddar and popper they get gold purple goes to danny and pixie and green is for black Peppa and Jombers. They can use their own hair, heels, and jewelry, but everything else must come from inside the box. 
Um, how are you when it comes to designing looks? I know you're very fabulous with a scissor. I've seen those abs from your self-made crop tops. <laughs> um, I can't sew. I want to teach myself how to. You should. Yeah. Because like there are like a lot there, I do have like preferences that are not readily available for me. Mm-hmm. And so it would be like easier to like be able to make like, a pair of like high-waisted, like wide leg pants. That'd be cute. Very vintage. Yeah. Very vintage. Yeah. Um, but you know, no. I I would I would be like sminty. I would have the idea and then let my partner like sew it. That's fair. All right. So do you sew copper? She so do. And Cheddar is good at hand stitching and crafting. This seems like the dream team, right? Wrong. Copper doesn't know fashion well, so she is going to push the boundaries of copper and include some cheddar as she sees her as a fashion icon. Now Dakota Uh has her chance to get herself to prove that she is a star in the look department and tells Baby that she can get a badge this week. Now this is the dream team, right? Right. Yes. Dakota is hoping Baby will... Yes. Dakota is hoping Baby will bring out her personality. Meanwhile, Sminty will ask LaPhil what her fashion aesthetic is and they say chic, sculptural, and androgyny. Periodness. Sminty is used to doing something cohesive, but that's when she can go into the shop and pick out her fabrics. She don't know what's in the box, and baby, we're going to have a silhouette-level breakdown. And if you don't know what that means, go watch Untucked for Drag Race Philippines, because that bitch is unhinged. Who is? Oh, silhouette. Silhouette. Oh, yeah. I saw the Philippines. You should. It's really good. It ends this week. I know there's some controversy over the fifth place or fourth place or whoever the fuck. Is there? Yeah, because some, it was like somebody who like did like objectively better than some of the girls left throughout the season. I don't know. I don't agree with that statement at all. I'm seeing bits and pieces. It was a look queen. It was a fashion queen, but she was. Mm. We're okay with the. I'm okay with the final four. But mm-hmm. also, wait, can I go back to like what? Dakota said about like redeeming sure. herself. Mm-hmm. I don't think she needs to redeem herself. I don't think she end- she deserves to be in the bottom two in the first episode. All for plot line. Come on, we know this I mean, show already. Because I would have put just May in Pixie Flight. Pixie, I mean, I would too, but um... I'm going back and looking, and like, I also like I still don't understand how uh, Copper Top is in the bottom for that look. I agree. I think it's all for plotline, and that's why I think I'm upset about this episode. But as Sminty and LaPhil pull out the fabric, Sminty says that this piece can choke and they are not coming anywhere near her body. Meanwhile, Baby and Dakota find PVC in their box, and Dakota's like, we can make a pair of leggings or matching tights and boot covers or headscarves and skirts or droopy sleeves. They're having a field day. Meanwhile, Pixie and Danny have material that Danny believes has been shat on by birds or looks like a Nana's nest. Pixie finds it all gross. In fact, the selections are very interesting. They are not confident with their colors. Meanwhile, on Team Gold, they yeah, on they find pieces that are perfect for draping. Cheddar is into the kind of ethereal deity Charlize Theron style of Dior, and Copper is like, I want luxurious, sexy, and better than everybody else. That's my attitude, also. That's not her brand. I know it's not though. Although I don't know what I can't tell you what Copper Top's brand is, other than like twenty years younger than they are. <laughs> When Copper Top said how old she was, I literally fell over. How old do you think she was? 
I thought she would like might have been 30 at like the very most. I agree. Absolutely. She looks good for her age. Yeah. Very because, good like, for her age. She doesn't have the baby fat, so I didn't think like really younger than 30. Yeah. But like her skin is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need to do a drinking game for our friend Cheddar Gorgeous. Every time she says the word deity, take a drink because she has said it every single episode so far. Are you trying to kill people? Yes. John Burrs and Peppa find an amazing piece of fabric that they will really work with until they get their shears on it and destroy any semblance of good drag race design challenge looks. They want structure, but time is not going to be on their side. But this is fashion, so it's John Burr's gig. She wants to win. We're going to go back with Blue, and Sminty is becoming a toddler. Like, bitch, you did pick Blue. You saboed yourself, so um, don't get mad at what's inside. Blue is her color. I like. I I I do like strongly associate her, her with the color of blue. This fabric is shit, though, and I, I will say that. Sminty hates metallics. She doesn't like sequins. We're all horrible spandex-like her stuff. She's ready to throw in the towel, and the feels like I got to pull her out of the zone. And tries to be optimistic here, and that's a good thing. We we like. But they gave them the Halloween costume from Party City fabric. Where? Where? Show me. I Look at that picture behind me. Show me where that fabric is. They had good shit. I don't see where the fabric is there, but I do, I'm looking at the fabric in their final looks. Not, It's giving Party City. Go back to Party City where you belong. But Interesting. <laughs> now, Cheddar is sketching out a look for their pair where they will have a leotard underneath and they are going to build on top of it. Make some shards and hem and stitch them. Sounds like a good plan to me. Baru arrives to see if they've hit bingo. And I just want to remind y'all, nothing about the rest of this challenge has anything to do with bingo. Nothing. I feel like they wanted like a creative way to like divide up the pairs. So silly. <clears throat> now, first we're going to have Jombers and Peppa. Um, will Rue see fashion forward silhouettes? Well, Jay Blonde hopes so. They show Rue a fashion warrior with strong lines and triangle shapes. And Jombers loves the cape which she says in an Irish accent. Can you, can you speak uh, with an Irish accent? Not Northern Irish. No, that's okay. No, I can do like Republic of Ireland, like the like Southern accents, but no. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. my hair is from the South. Fair. Peppa says she's really good at weaving and manipulating fabrics in an artistic manner. And fingers crossed that they can make it work because Rue likes the concept. So now the pressure is on. Copy. Burr and Cheddar are not an unlikely pairing. They are going to bring the chopper effect. Rue approves. Now, Rue will call out their age and say that they collectively have more experience than the whole group put together. Shade? I think so. I don't think it's shade to Cheddar. I think it's shade to uh, Copper Top. It's so shady. How old is They're both basically the same age, aren't they? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, how old is Cheddar? I thought she was like late 30s. Probably. Rue will mind um, Copper that she won the trophy for the most faded in the background. And she thinks a lot of the girls think she is a quiet person, but she's a dark horse and she will show them what Copper's got. And honestly, it's just all part of this episode's plotline. They needed someone to be the sacrificial lamb and unfortunately it was Copper Top. Baby I, and Dakota meet Rue, who wants to know where they meet. And Dakota says that Baby will bring out a bit of confidence out of her that she needs to bring. 
Rue is ready to not see subtle from Dakota and she wants exaggeration and Dakota thinks she'll get that with working from with baby. They show Rue that they are going with a Richard Quinn 90s Versace fusion playing with textures and patterns while still being cohesive and high fashion. And Rue is like, I'll be the judge of that. And it's funny because it's true. She is the it judge. It's true. <clears throat> true. She can do that. Now, Rue's going to see some sketches from Danny and Pixie. And Danny's like, please don't judge our ability to draw because it looks like they're from a kid's coloring book. And I just would like to note, as I use the captions as I watch, coloring was spelled the American way. There's no U in it. Stop putting U's in letter in words that don't need a U in it. We're the ones who took the U's out. I know, because it's right. No, it's not. Because like C-O-L-O-U-R is color. C-O-L-O-R is color. Color? Like ha. hot in Spanish? Is that hot in Spanish? I don't speak I don't Spanish. Anyway, they're going to be doing mini dresses with Ruching. And Danny says she's seen every episode of the show. And every time Ru says, don't reinvent the wheel, she's not wrong. But is it too simple? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ru tells them to embellish it, to make it a little more special. And I said, why are you keeping that in the edit if they're not even going to fucking do it? And then make them say, but we'll get there. I have a theory that production doesn't like Pixie. Give me another reason that they're editing all that girl. What? I have a couple theories here. Yeah, because give me a reason that they're editing all of her personality out. Nobody's that boring. Danny is like, I am shitting myself. This ain't me, but last week wasn't her, and she got a badge on her tits, so this is going to be interesting. Next, we have LaPhil and Sminty arriving with Rue, and Sminty still has no idea what she's going to be putting through the sewing machine. Rue notes that a very pretty color is there, but Spincy's mental breakdown got to her. She gets really stressed really quickly, but once she got over it, which she says she is over it, and Rue's like, are you really over it? What award did you get? And she's reminded it is the Hot Mess Award, and Spincy is still playing that role. Relatable content. Yeah, it's true. It's true. At the time of the walkthrough, they still need to make their looks cohesive, and Sminty wants to challenge herself, but she is being stupid and is that setting herself home. She is really earning her award here. And throughout this edit, this episode, it's like, oh my God, we're going to lose Sminty, aren't we? What? I thought we were going to lose Sminty this episode. I really was <clears throat> feeling that. I did not. They don't build that up over, they don't build that like narrative up for somebody to go home especially if she because she was paired with the film yeah i well, Rue, i i knew from the start i i knew exactly who was going home from the start that's fair rue wants to know where this combined combo comes from and she says that um she's mental because she has so many ideas in her head that she is very scattered right and rue tells her that she has to learn to trust her instinct and then ask how it makes you feel in her intuition she's ready to see the fashion show and LaPhil can't get started with her look until, um, you know, Sminty finalizes what she's going to wear. So they're setting this up to be like, mm, there's going to be some sweat and bait here. We're going to see some um, downplaying from these two that they're not going to do well. But Rue leaves Copper dressed in the room because Copper's got some problems. She's going to ask yeah. her, who voted for her to be most likely to be faded in the background? And you know that there was a producer in her ear saying, ask Oh yeah, you know that because I mean Roxy's talked about the fact that like she would like 
go to the bathroom or something and she'd walk back in and our producer would pull her aside and say like start some shit yeah so this was a little ox. Um, baby raises her hand. Danny raises her hand. John Burr says she did because she's more quiet. And Copper's like, but that means fade into the background, question mark? It may be yes. fun and games, but Copper thinks they are secretly threatened by her. No. And baby's like, she had to answer a question, no mouse behind it. Um, now, I did watch the interview with Copper Top and uh, Tia Coffee, And Tia Coffee, as we remember, was voted Baroness Basic. Uh, so she very much had this um, honor as well. Um, yeah. They both said that they didn't vote for anybody for their, their this category. And then they got stuck with this award. Is that because they didn't vote for anybody? Did the show f- say fuck you? No, it's because Tia Coffee, Tia Coffee is big, was basic as fuck. I will say that her looks have gotten better. As does her makeup. But like, I, I, I can see where people were voting her basic with the looks that she brought. That's fair. Danny tells Copper that she hates her to think that it's a major shady thing. And Copper says that for her, the award is the person who fades into the background and she does the things she does. And Baby is like, well, clearly people disagree with you. Why is Baby coming at her so hard? She's feeling her oats, ain't she, ever since she was so she pretty? I love Baby. She's good. She's fun. I like her. Um, Jenner, though. Like, no, go ahead. That's like very London, though. They'll tell you how they feel. Fair. Now, Cheddar in Confessional puts in eloquently and says that Copper thinks it's unfair because she puts it out there when she's on stage, so she is playing a different game than the others. Yeah. Jobbers is going to say that the real tragedy here is that RuPaul said her name is terrible. But let's be real. Like Heidi in Closet, she ain't changing her name. I still think Heidi should have changed her name. To what? I like Heidi Aphrodite. No, uh, Heidi in Closet is her name. Being Soft and Suffle is her game. Which also... Great lyrics. The first time I ran into Heidi, she like full-on glared at me from across the room. Why? Because she thought you were hot? Um, No, because according to my ex, she had a thing for him. Oh, sure. Sure, Jan! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's no, I mean maybe I don't know. It falls. I'm gonna say it. It's time to now cut out a lot of strips because Peppa has it in her mind that they'll be doing something structural. They need to make sure the lines are really straight and sharp cut. All the weaving and manipulating of the patterns has to be structured. Tragic. This is Copper's first time working with someone doing a cohesive fashion look that is completely out of her box. She says what she loves about Cheddar's drag is that she can make an amazing outfit out of anything, and she loves and respects Cheddar to pieces, as she is an icon and legend. I mean, nothing mm-hmm. she said out was wrong. Those are facts. They are facts. Facts are facts. Cheddar's main fear is slipping into something that is too drag and not enough into fashion, but at least they have leotards! Do you wear leotards? No. Have you never put on a leotard? I put on singlets. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. But singlets don't really work on me because, like, my butt's too big and they're sort of like they don't fit flush. Wow. Hi, my name is Liam. I have a big ass. <laughs> uh, grinder profile. Now, 
It is time for Sminty to cut something out and she's going to lay her head on a fabric in hopes of creating a hood with a swirl on her head because that's what she's got in her noggin. She will put on the hood and I was wondering if she was just going to suffocate herself in this moment. I was like, girl, what are you doing? You can't, you can't, what, are you, what is happening here? How, how are you going to cut this out? Are you just going to like draw a big circle here? What, what is happening? I thought she was going to go for a gimp look. I mean, I would not be mad at that. Neither would I. Baby has made a black diaper. And Danny is going to say she has seen a lot of ambition here. Peppa will call the skirt bin bag realness. And Danny's like, you're not doing this. Um, I've got some, like, I've got some songwriting degree thing again. Is she a designer? Will she be in the bottom again? Never. Um, but she, they're not wrong. It looks like a fucking diaper at first. We're going to watch Jombers and Peppa on the floor with a green fabric and a ruler and a box cutter. And Peppa's like, we don't have time. Let's use scissors. And that was the fatal flaw of the episode. Don't use the scissors. Now, Phil is like, is that all the fabric you're using? And they're like, no, it's going to take ages. It's going to be perfect. And Phil's like, get something on the mannequin, look at it. And Peppa says, maybe like an hour. Time is ticking. Now, obviously, we know that this is a two-day challenge. And by two-day, it is really like only like 10 hours of actual build time you get to do this. Yeah. And if you're not used to like cutting strips or anything, like this was going to be the chunk of your time. Yeah, I feel like I understand the idea that they had from the outset. I looked at it and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Peppa has no idea what will happen, but she's going to crack on as it comes down to the fine details. There are fabrics lying out, glue guns out. Danny has seen nothing like it, despite telling RuPaul that she has seen every episode of the show. So someone is lying somewhere. I was like, bitch, you've seen this every single time there's a design challenge. Come on, girl. Now, Dakota doesn't have magic hems, and she thinks it's black, so her look's going to be fine. Of course they keep them in there, because it's going to be fine. No one's going to notice a goddamn thing on her, because she's so fucking perfect and beautiful. I'm obsessed with her, too. I love her. She's very fun. I like her. I would like to have a um, cocktail with her and just shoot the shit. I still can't believe she's the first... uh trans girl we're still talking about dakota right yeah yeah still can't believe she's the first trans girl yeah listen it's better track record than the u.s season had took way more seasons for that took 14 seasons to have an openly trans queen walk in that workroom Mm -hmm. all right it is runway day and the two cohesive looks are ready to make their debut on the main stage sminty is feeling more confident than yesterday she says if she is one of those moods she will drag the whole room down with her so no one else can succeed. And I know a lot of fucking drag queens like that. Oh my God. You're not a drag queen. I was not calling you out for this one. I'll call you out for other things later on. Don't you worry. Um, LaPhil and Sminty think they're going to get their looks down in time. They can see something coming to life. And also Sminty with that shirt off, very small nipples, skinny body, very attractive. I, yeah. Very She's not my type. She's not my type necessarily either, but I, I don't... No, 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 no. You love yourself a twink. I love myself a twink. I don't necessarily need um, a, a, a fully formed ab. That doesn't necessarily do it for me. I'm jealous of her abs. They are... So is Alan Carr. 
Yeah, yeah I actually copper. have abs. And so I know you like, have abs, so like, why are you jealous, jerk? Because her abs are better. Your abs are fine. No, the Phil's abs are fucking insane. It's true, it's true. I was just looking at the picture, I was like, Jesus Christ. Copper and Cheddar look at their looks to see if they are complimentary, and they both have Midasy looks and elements. They are sort of 60s science fiction, Barbarella fantasy versus really snazzy rock. Um, so now we're going to come down to the tale of Chekhov's white shoes. Danny will come over and ask Copper if she is going to do white shoes, and she is unsure, so Danny will attempt to help her out here and let her borrow her black boots, as it will be better for the outfit. But for Copper, white boots are the Barbarella fantasy. We should have seen it all rest- coming. Okay, no, uh-uh, no. I, uh, I, mm-mm, I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm. If comments on boots are making it into the edit, we know that's going to be part of the downfall. And there's, I'm looking at the final look right now. And it's the boots. It is totally the boots. It's not even the boots. Uh-uh. It's the boots! It's not just the boots, babe. It's the boots. It's not just the boots, babe. Also... We always hear queens mention Barbarella. How many of these fucking bitches do you think actually watched the movie Barbarella? And how many are just repeating it like a parrot? Literally only Jinx. Yeah. I just like, can we stop referencing Barbarella? There are other sci-fi things we can reference. Like who? Just there are other sci-fi things. Nobody is hot as Barbarella. Sure. That's fair. Except for the, 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 the the black girl from Star Trek. The one that made history. Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah, that's true, that's true. All right, so Peppa is weaving and a worried. Uh, she needs to now figure out how to piece it on her body. And Jombers is having a little bit of a heart palpitation, but she's used to this from her styling days. Everything comes together eventually. Will their looks look clean? Peppa tells Jombers to make it clean when the judges can see. Now, we're going to move over to our mirror chat for the day. And... Pixie and Danny are going to get their face on and Pixie's going to ask Danny how long she's been with her partner, Joe, and she says 10 years. They've been together since uni and they are best mates. He's her rock. She shares that Joe gets in the car and travels to the asshole of the country so she can sing to 15 people and a dog as he holds her hand every step of the way. So I beg the question, where is the asshole of the country that she is referring to? So she's based in Manchester. Yes. Is it Liverpool? <gasps> Don't say Liverpool, the home of Eurovision 2023. I'm trying to think of where somebody from Manchester would dislike. I don't know geography of England, so I have a very hard time trying to know what the asshole is. So Maybe if Birmingham? you are British, tell me what the asshole of your country is. Because for us in America, is. we basically say it's the South. Um. Oh, no, I would say Bakersfield. California? Yeah. Maybe the asshole of California. Bakersfield is basically Texas North, and it smells like cow shit. Ew, that's good. And it's, like, usually 20 degrees warmer than L.A. It's literally miserable. So we're going to see some emotion from Danny as she misses her partner very much. It's hard being away from everything you know, and Pixie shares that being away from Tia is hard because they broke up a year and a half earlier. Pixie reveals that 
her and Tia were together for five years and because of mistakes she made, they are no longer together. And there is a lot that Pixie has not processed. She says they went from living together, working together and having the same friends to being apart. And it was really a difficult and dark year for Pixie. Uh-huh. I personally can't imagine what it's like to break up with someone because I've never been in an adult gay relationship. I have, but our breakup is a little bit special. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> Breakups are not easy. This one was, this one left me with PTSD, but I do not necessarily miss the relationship. That's fair. And that, that, that's a big step. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I still miss the dog. <laughs> that's a whole different story. I mean, let's save the dog. Come on, people. Let's go save the dog. Okay. We'll show up. I'll send out the address. <clears throat> oh, God. An army of us will show up and get the dog. There it is. Pixie reveals that she and Tia are close, but it's hard for her being there knowing after all that they've been through that Tia is at home being Pixie's biggest cheerleader. I can confirm that. I'll tell you why after the podcast. Did she vote in uh, she voted in your... Maybe, uh, maybe not. <laughs> she feels the pressure to make her proud, but Danny tells her that this is her moment to shine. She needs to let go and know that she is a gorgeous drag queen inside and out and worth it. Crying is fashion. But is it fashion? Is it fashion? What is it fashion? Is it fashion? Dakota's now going to ask Cheddar what dating is like for her. And she says it, it used to be quite hard. As when she first did doing drag was hard, it was a turnoff. She says people who are into more femme people don't really go for her. People who are into more masculine people don't really go for her. Because drag is a disruption to the fantasy that they project onto her. But I can confirm that Liam does go for her and would like Cheddar Gorgeous to Cheddar top him. Yes. I Cheddar, okay, no, okay. Cheddar's body, insane. Cheddar's face is like, she has like a very unique look. Yeah. That I am very attracted to. So also she's gonna re- she's gonna reveal that she was once dumped for not having eyebrows, and I was like, "Does that make me shallow if I feel the same about certain people?" No, but I think that she pulls off the no eyebrow look because she already has like that like sort of alien, like pretty alien face, alien deity. Whereas, like, if she had, I, I feel like eyebrows might honestly look kind of weird on her. I'm sure there's a photo out there somewhere. Um, I would just love to know what the eyebrow color was. She's also bald, so we don't even know what the natural hair color was. I Probably like reddish. Um, that coloring? Maybe, probably. Yeah, uh, uh, listeners, you know, if you are a long-time listener, that I have a problem with brows and shaving them off. So um, nothing new here. Well, no, some people look good with it. Others, um, Jan, don't. I didn't say it, you did. You said it, not me, not me. <laughs> Kenna reveals that she is in a relationship now and she's not as worried about what people think of her anymore. Mm-hmm. She's becoming more okay worrying about people with that attitude. Um, so are you now heartbroken that she is in a relationship or do you think she's open and she would love to have some Liam time? I don't want to make assumptions, but also I... I have I I honestly like don't know many queer relationships that aren't open to some degree. Fair, valid. So, unless there's like a weird level of like insecurity in the relationship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is what happened with my relationship. But like, I don't think insecurity is a huge, super huge deal for somebody like Cheddar. That's fair. 
Okay, LaPhil reveals that she's never had a long-time relationship where she said, I love you to anyone. So remember that blonde boy who stood me up and goes to me up and go, well, we weren't really a thing or anything. So, but once I said, I love you to him and he was like, likewise. Then another night I said, I love you. And he wouldn't say it back. So we were drunk and I jokingly put him in a headlock and I said, it, um, say it. And he replied with it. What a healthy duo we were. LaPhil, I feel you. I feel like you're trying says, to force something there. No, no. LaVille says that most guys that they've dated have been straight and it was their first queer relationship and it was a running thing. They are gender fluid and the more femme they are, the harder it is to meet gay guys, but it's easier to meet straight guys who don't want the relationship. LaVille shares that it's difficult when you start developing feelings and then others things come into play. It's the outside factors like what will your parents think? They're not a dirty little secret. Smithy okay. will go on to say that you want to be with me, so be proud. What's okay. your take? Well, with the Phil, the biggest mistake is like interacting with straights at all. Like just, nope. Do you ask them if they're straight, or do you think they are on the DL on the grinder, and that's how you know that they're a straight? Ooh. Oh no. Because there so are a lot of like weird straight dudes looking for trans women on Grand Terry. It is very true. And, and that's one of the things like you, it, it's we as a community don't want to say, ask people what they are. So you almost don't ask straight people sometimes. That's why you get into those unfortunate situations at times. Yeah. I feel bad. Well, I like LaFell. LaFell says most of the relationships they've been in ended because of this. So they do do they compromise their own expression to date someone or go full hog and really love yourself maybe one day they'll like them and also say me too as well now baby notes yeah go ahead go ahead can i just say something real quick yeah i feel like part of that like i feel like confident in who you are like people will be attracted to that and it doesn't super matter if you just sort of like fully embrace who yourself and who you are, that's when people start to actually find you attractive. Because that's like fair. even for me, when I before I sort of like came into my own, like people didn't find me the most attractive because I it was clear that I was sort of uncomfortable. I get that. Now, baby notes. There is a lot of hot gun and glue and prayers going on in the workroom, and Peppa is still constructing while everyone else is getting their face on and dress on, and John was like, I need to calm down and get it done. Time to just serve it. We're going to head to the main stage to see Mama Ruth sporting her short mini purple number and that signature blonde wig. She looks very good. Love that legs. Lots of legs. We have Michelle Visage, Alan Carr, and Leomi Anderson. Are you familiar with her work? I don't know her. Me either. Uh, but she's sexy. She's hot. She's sexy. That hair is incredible. Her whole energy. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm now she has a she now model. Has a big, she, she now has like a new biggest fan. <laughs> oh cool you should go hang out with her i'm sure she'd like to hang we are going to critique everyone individually even though they were in pairs the category is bingo she better don't and in honor of the runway we are going to play bingo or bing no okay starting with sminty drop yes! she made a hood and there is a swirl of hair she's got an incredible body she is super tall the look is very on brand. It's very simple. It's very sexy. I do wish the skirt was a bit more finished in the sense that it did close and it wasn't just a wrap. 
That being said, the peekaboo top, I fully guess LaFille made for her. She's got the body that can rock most things. And this was a very lucky week for her to work with a visionary partner. They did complement each other very well. She looked great. Yes, yes, yes. I'm obsessed. I, because here, I will fight you on the skirt thing. Okay. Because A, you had to show the, what was it? Like the thing that, what would you call the stocking? The little, the, the, sure, yeah. Yeah, you had to show that off because they did that with, wasn't it like a non-stretch material they did that with? I believe so. It was probably, the, it was the sequin. Fucking incredible. A, and then B, the sort of like, little like circle that's clasping the skirt uh-huh. together, um sort of picks up on the um picks up on the uh peekaboo up top sure also that is constructed super well so and that's why i want to know who actually made it because i don't believe it was smithy i think it really wasn't it was definitely the film but it was a group um, of, it was a group thing abs- no absolutely was, the vision was hers so but and i think Michelle... this hood like actually adds to it yeah, Michelle says they complemented each other so well and it is vintage model swimwear. It's simple, but the construction is wonderful. She says the only thing that would have made the skirt 100% perfect is not seeing her panties under it. Leomi says if the top goes missing at any point in time, don't look for her. She loves the stockings and the sparkle and they shined. Alan says if he had a body like that, he'd be wearing that to take the bin out. It's a bingo. Yes. It is a bingo. Audience, 88% bingo, 12% bingo. I will fill. <laughs> LaFille did an extraordinary job with this look. Not only does she compliment Sminty, but there's the sense of a complete and realized fashion moment. She has very little bling to the look, but it screams fashion. Love the long pony sticking out the cape. Love it. This was a moment for me. It, it is a moment. It is the moment. I, you know, and like, I am also like a fan of LaFille. Like, I really do like her a lot. And so I'm like glad that she actually showed out in this moment. Yeah. I do maybe prefer Sminty's fair um because i think once you get down into like the skirt and see this is why this is part of why i disagree with you about the skirt on sminty because it that like opening that like really like that just slit up and all the way up made it less busy there's just like there's so much happening with the fills it's like i don't i feel like it is sort of swallowing her up especially because she's also kind of short that's fair and like with padding and everything it's it it doesn't it looks good but it's getting lost in translation a little bit that's fair michelle says there are so many finished ruching moments which is so difficult to do she says the way she did the shoulder craftsmanship was well done alan says that blue is such a meh color but they made it sexy and icy and fiery as well and alan fuck you blue is a meh color Come i know on, i love blue leomi says like she saw blue. Right? Leomi says she saw high fashion couture in all the little details and Rue says it looks fantastic and asks if they made the jewelry and LaPhil says that everything they see is from the box. Bingo! Yes, bingo. I mean, both of them get bingo, like, full cops. I mean... Now, we're gonna play a game. Do you want want to play a little game? You want to play a game? Come on, let's play a game. Can I be shady? I'm going to ask you who think which partner got the higher score from the audience for each look. Was it Sminty or LaFell? I will fight them on this, but I know it's going to be LaFell. LaFell? Bingo, 92%. Bingo, 8%. So she did get the higher score. Yeah. Violence. Black Pepper. 
Well, I think I know what she was going for with the dripping drapery on the neck, but it looks so cheap and haphazard. The weaving effect really did not read the way she wanted to at all. The hair was off like it literally pulled your eyes to the neck piece and how terribly crafted it was. And um, was it a slit in the bottom? Was it a zipper? Oh my God, it was poorly cut. Like, I think I did a better job in my costume design class I took in college. Um, a major slip up this week for my winner pick. Peppa, no. <laughs> this was... I was viscerally upset. Yeah. I I understand where she was going. She needed to just go simpler. I'm like, I, I just, it, 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 it kills me inside. Yeah. Michelle says she loves the jade color and it looks incredible on her skin. And darling, that's not jade. Um, she says the weaving was great, but the more she walked, the sadder it got. Alan loves the texture of it, but it's just the fine tuning. If you go for strips, make sure it's the best looking strips going. Rue admires the ambition of the outfit. She asks if the zipper is in the front of the skirt and she says it was meant to be in the back, but as she moved, it got to the front and she has no idea why. Um, <laughs> Bingo. No, 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 no. It makes me, I'm sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> Listeners, 21% bingo, 79% bingo. Who's answering bingo? There are people. Name names. I am not naming names. <laughs> Dombra's blonde. Uh, Rue ref- refuses to say her name, just calls her J Blonde. Wow. It's anyway. Dombra's is a bad name. <laughs> anyway, this look is bad. Um, not great. The skirt is so boring. The top, again, purely executed. It looks like a last minute thrown together piece made of scraps. This was just way too ambitious. Like, I have nothing yeah. else to say. Bad, bad, bad. I feel like if they had another day, both of these looks Absolutely. probably could have won. But, like, you know, like construction up top on Dombra's is incredible. Yeah. Like, it's so good, but then when you get down, it's like, oh, you wrapped a piece of fabric around yourself. Literally. Michelle says the color washes her out. She would have gone with the darker hair to completely change the look. Leomi wrote high fashion quarterback and likes the asymmetric, asymmetric vibe. She likes the bra shape and compliments her silhouette, considering the fabrics hasn't got much movement. She says it's the finishing touches that let her down. And Rue says she has worked as a stylist and asks if there is anything she would have changed. To which Jomber says she would have loved to have more time to finesse. She says before they got on the runway, her zipper burst and she had to put in a new one. No excuses, girl. Big no. The, I mean, I, you know, I'm still going to go with a big no, but like, I, I just want to add the caveat that like, these looks probably would have been the top of the night had they been able to complete them. But, you know, on Jack Race, like, you want to go big because you want to stand out. But at the same time, you can't go too big. You have to like be aware of like the time constraints. Yeah. Right. So who is it? They're gonna be Black Peppa or Jombers? Who's got the highest score? Jombers. The audience. Twenty percent from Bingo. Eighty percent Bingo. No, they preferred Black Peppa by one percent. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Crazy. Moving on to Danny Beard. Uh, first off, the collective makeup the two they did hate it so fucking much. This is oh God, so bad. I want it to stop. The purple does not read purple, but blue, but that's not their fault. It's the lighting. What on is stage. this Silky, not Meganosh? She's in a love and makeup moment. I think Danny's look is stronger of the two as far as how it fits her. It's incredibly simple. Sure, it's effective, but it's not groundbreaking. Safe I'm is sorry, smart, no, wait, but it does not that? get you the crown. Okay, wait, no, 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 no. Did you just say that Danny's was better? 
I did. D- no. <gasps> okay. 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 Her Let's entire crotch is out. I'd rather see crotch than than the wrong. Okay. Okay. We go. Okay. No. Okay. You know what? No. Both of them are bad. But I think yeah. they're both equally bad in different ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for Danny uh, Beard, I'm going to give him a bingo because I nope. thought it was okay. No. The audience. 40% bingo, 60% bingo. Pixie Polite. Jail. This just felt like it was not her at all. The black hair is not the right shade for her. Sure, she's got her own style here that's separate from Danny, but the biggest problem here is the cut of the dress. It's just above the knees, not flattering her for shape, her shape. I talked about proportions last week. She did better here, but now we have to work on the hair. <coughs> it did not fit this look. Terrible. Big no. Okay. I just, I, I have so many questions about these looks. I just, I don't understand it. Also, like, both of them are good at makeup. Both of them have incredible face, incredible mugs. What is happening here? Why is the skin not, why is, like, the color of the skin not right? Why is, what is this, like, hard line? What because they had, because Pixie had to match Danny, because Danny only does a white face. Danny's not doing white face here. I know. Danny's doing was, skin. Barely. That's the problem. You can't match Danny's skin, because Danny's skin is freaking tan. It's a mess. True. It's a mess. Um, it's a big no for me. Also, what is this? What is the hair on both of them? I don't. Terrible. Think, I just. It's all bad. So, who do you think had the higher score from the audience? Danny Beard or Big Polite? Danny, because people like Danny more. Danny did get the higher score because Pixie Polite, twenty four percent bingo, seventy six percent bingo. Fair. No, I would have gone. I, you know what? Anything less than one hundred percent being no for either of these is like confuses me. <laughs> Let's talk about Dakota Schiffer. These two were incredibly lucky in their fabric. They had the fabric was going to make them look expensive no matter what. I love what Dakota did here. She looks youthful and expensive, and easily knows how to wear designer. The boot covers are my favorite part of the look. Yes. This may not have worked with the other colors. The fabric selections really were the smart bit here. The sleeves were the complementary element, and she crafted them in a way that they don't bombard the overall aesthetic. This was very strong. Yes, I agree. Although, no, I disagree with you on one point. I think that they would have been able to accomplish this with any fabric they got, because I think that both of them have incredible taste. But it wouldn't have had the same effect because of that the the pattern with on on that um black. It wouldn't have had the same effect, but I think that they could have gone for like a different sort of vibe. But I think I do think that like they could have gone for like the 90 supermodel vibe with any fabric with any of the colors that they got because that is who these girls are. Sure. Michelle says they worked lovely together and loves they're completely associated by it, but not twinning. She says the 60s meets the 90s. She loves how she accessorized with the high thighs, the thigh highs and the gloves. Yes. Ellen says the color black can be somber, but they took the essence of the color and built from there. He says on paper, the materials shouldn't work together, but they're like chicken tikka lasagna. And no, I do not want to eat that. That sounds terrible. Also, Naomi loves like... Alan's relationship with colors is very questionable. Yeah, it is. Leoma says that she loves that she has puff sleeves. Rue says the outfits come together because your eye doesn't know where to land because they're so much fun. It's a bingo. Yes, the biggest bingo. Audience, 86% bingo, 14% bingo. Again, fight. I will fight that. Baby. I like this. It's not as sophisticated as her partners, but there is a lot of fun and flirtiness to it. Uh, with the top, it's no longer looking like a diaper. Thank you. 
She pairs well <laughs> with Dakota, but she is not the star. But I do like how she did bring the printed fabric in, but allowed the sequence to be her element. Overall, both of them, very cohesive combo. Yeah. Very into it. I'm I'm obsessed. Michelle loves that she chose to do the bare leg instead of the thigh high, and she was stomping the runway like models. Leomi says when the steps out, it was giving her a complete collection. She loves the pop sleeves. She says she made her legs look really long by creating a high-waisted cinch snatch detail, and they look both look finished and polished. It's a bingo for me. Again, the like both of these, biggest bingo. Like they're incredible. Who got the higher score? Dakota. Dakota did. Uh, baby got 84% bingo, 16% bingo. Copper top. It's not bad. Let's just get that straight. It's not bad. It could have been better. And on most seasons, this is safe. It's it may be bad, a leotard. It's not but good. There, sure. It may be a leotard, but there is a story. The capelet off the shoulder, very dominating, very cool. The hair is wonderful, in my opinion. I think her beat is the softest she's ever going to do, but it may have been stronger without the gold leaf. Okay. It's the boots. I, white and gold are not a power couple. We all know this. It's black and gold. With The white pulls you away from the garment and causes it to be a distraction. You don't look at the garment. You look at the boots. No. Also, I don't like the hair. I don't Why? like the hair with the... I don't like the proportion of the hair with their face. Fair. Um, also, I don't like the color of the hair with the look. Okay. It, what color it would you clashes. go I would have gone with something like cheddars, like something red, something like redder. Like I, I think that this is, this is like a cute strawberry blonde moment for like another look, but like for this, it's too similar to the gold that she has draped, but mm-hmm. with like different enough undertones that it's like clashing for me, and I'm not into it. Okay, fair, fair enough. Also, I don't think the white boots are the biggest problem with the look because I do think, and this is like something the judges noted as well, the cut of the leotard was not right. Mm-hmm. She could, should have gone with that higher cut, especially with those pads. There's something weird about the shape of that for me. And I think that also like it, that started to truncate her legs, the boots and truncated her legs even more. And then the boots pulled, pulled the focus. But I think if there was like a bit more space between the boot and like the hem of the... Um, Leotard, I don't think it would have been as big of a problem. It would have been a problem. Yeah. But not as big of a problem. I think that everything just sort of joined together and like. Fair. Michelle but says this gold. The, this wasn't the, the worst look of the night for me, though. I agree. Michelle says gold is one of her favorite colors. She says that in general, the outfit is too simple for a design challenge. She loves the tinsel hair, but it's very round and thinks the gold leafing could have been kept on the body and not the face. She says her eye, it doesn't work for her. Alan says he didn't like the boots and wonders whether she should have gone with a sandal with a heel. He says the keep saves the day. Leomi says she loves the hands, but wished she would have made the crotch higher and made high-waisted to make her legs look longer. Rue says her only critique is why doesn't she have elements that Cheddar has? And she says that she went for the Barbarella vibe, and if she had less than that kind of more villainous vibe, would have come through for Cheddar. I am going to be controversial and give it a bingo. I'm torn. I think I'm going to go with a big no just because of the hair and because of the cut of the leotard. Audience. Again, she, I would have gone with the higher. 
Audience, 24% bingo, 76% bingo. Cheddar Gorgeous, she has a stronger story with the rock formation on her top. Yes, she matches when it comes to the story and the leotard, but Cheddar just went a few steps further. I adore the hair. It is brilliant. The drapery around the waist is goddess. The black boots were it. This was the way to go, and I'm sad she didn't force her partner to think about the overall picture. You can only go so far with that, on that front, you know? Yeah. Um, this look is incredible. It's so fucking good. Michelle says the whole character was realized and still done her way, but together they felt disconnected. Alan says he doesn't know what she's done with it, but she's made it look like molten gold. Rue says her bodice has a French cut and Coppers does not and asks her why she didn't tell her to hike up the line of the body. Cheddar says she's just more of a slut and that's where she feels naturally comfortable. I heard that about you too. Hit me. And Rue says that (laughs) the outfit is gorgeous, the proportions, the draping, it's perfection. It is a bingo. It is. It is a bingo. And also, I think the, look, I, the looks are fairly cohesive, but like Cheddar looks like some alien queen and Copper looks like her assistant. Listen, we have seen <laughs> heroes and villains before. It's always the villain who's going to look cooler. Always. Cheddar doesn't look like a villain, though. Yes, she does. Oh my no, God. No, she doesn't. She, she, she is like going a, to. She looks like a benevolent alien. Nope. Nope. Afraid. She is going to take over your continent and destroy you. Nobody that pretty is evil. Did you see Thor? No. Hella. Oh my God. Kate Blanchett was sexy as fucking. He was going to destroy you. Also, Titania on She Hulk. Oh my God. I know you do not like Jamila Jamil, but oh my God. She is so hot in that. Yeah, but that wig is like a hate crime. I love it. I so love it. Uh, so who got the higher score? Duh. I need Cheddar. a name. Cheddar. Cheddar. You, are, you, Cheddar. Are, you, you are right. The audience, <laughs> 69% bingo, 31% bingo. Rue has decided that Danny and Pixie are safe, leaving LaFille, Smitty, Black Pepper, Jombers, Cheddar, and Copper as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? No. Yeah, I, 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 I would have put copper and cheddar is safe i here's the thing well yeah because copper is like look isn't bad and it no has it's not vision. fucking danny and pixie de- bo- danny and pixie belong in the bottom sorry we'll get there we'll get there we're going we'll get there backstage the purple got grannies are glad they're not up getting ripped apart and danny mocks peppa's dress and says that she spent the whole damn day licking, making a lattice but it's not pie week at least she didn't look like a fucking Teletubby. <laughs> What's wrong with Teletubbies? They're not fashion. Tell that to the Teletubbies. They think they're fashion. I mean, Tinky Winky does carry a purse. So, I mean, they are there on it is. But There it is. <laughs> the girls return, and how are they feeling? Well, Peppa knows that she's in the bottom, and John says they weren't great comments. Peppa says they were ambitious, and sometimes that doesn't get you anywhere. She says, it's difficult to win week one to potentially go home. She thought if they pull it off, they had it in the bag, but it just didn't work. Cheddar, though, is so confused about the critiques as she is blown away by what the judges said, but she feels bad for Copper because they were a team. Copper does start to cry as she feels she doesn't know how to feel as the judges are in love with Cheddar and she's just not as impressive. She says if she goes, she'll miss them all. And Danny's like, that sounds like you're checking out. Give a fight. 
And Peppa says that whatever happens, she's got this. Now, LaPhil says that they like Team Blue. She is proud of Spinty through all the chaos. They could be the winners. Danny asks Dakota and Baby if they reckon they won, and they smugly say nothing. But then Baby's like, well, I believe it's between them and us, and probably us. Dakota was... It was. Dakota was upset she flopped in the first challenges. Fashion is why she does drag, but now they get her and saw her on the runway. For her, this is validation you can only dream of. So, the I queen... Still don't think, I still don't think she belongs to the bottom of the episode when I'm still angry about that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. The queens are very confused based on all the critiques. Who is going to lip sync? So, Peppa says that she is ready to lip sync if she has to. Uh, kind of like uh, 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 Silky. She go, she's ready. I was motherfucking ready to do so. Jombers did it last week. She doesn't want to do it again, but if she's gonna, she's gonna do it. And Danny says, if anything, the lip sync song will be American Pie. Get it? Because they look like pie. So stupid. So stupid. All right. All right, friends. It's the results time. Rue has decided that Dakota and Baby are the winners. LaPhil and Sminty are safe. And she then decides, well, you know what? I'm going to just split up the remaining pairs. Jombers, Cheddar, you're safe. Black Pepper, Copper, you go to the bottom. Do you agree? Because I do not. If this was a team challenge, Pep and Jombers are the bottom two. If this is and a if team it was not, challenge, if the it was Teletubbies not, were the fucking bottom two. If it was not, it would have been Jombers because Copper was still better than Jombers. Because here's the thing. Like, the thing, so like my thing is like Peppa and John Burrs like had like some sort of vision, but it and comes John down to Burrs, execution. No, but the but even then, like the construction of of John Burrs like bra situation was better than Danny than literally anything Danny and Pixie did. I'm but they were constructed fine. They were. I feel like I needed to say that I'm I I, I am a fan of Jenny Beard. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Pixie because I don't know who Pixie is because Pixie is like nowhere to be found it's like playing like where's fucking waldo but like that was not good i don't care if like they actually had something constructed what they constructed was bad it was camp it was not camp sure it is no it was definitely camp they were going for a specific era and it was constructed fine. There was no flaws in it. But the thing that confuses me is Rue's like, embellishment, give me embellishments. There were none. So they didn't do it. There were no embellishments. There was no design. There was no taste. There is a design. It was crafted fine. It was just boring. Bad. Jail. The song is This Is Real by Jax Jones and Ella Henderson. And I just need to learn more about music because I have no fucking idea who or what this was. You need to follow my... Uh... You need to follow me on Apple Music. Do you use Apple Music or do you use Spotify? I use Apple Music. Yeah, follow me. I don't really listen to music anymore. Okay, well, we're going to change that. Okay. Um, I'm obsessed with this, with this song. I fucking love Jax Jones. And I used to love Ella Henderson before I found out that she performed at a Detroit event last week. Yeah, bad timing. I heard about that. We weren't going to bring it up on the podcast, but yeah, very bad timing. I mean, Mel B was there too, so... Now, Copper knew once Black Peppa was called, she was a goner. Um, Peppa dropped Trow and it was over. This was going to be a beatdown. Copper is very theatrical, but Peppa had the heart of this song. She is a contemporary girly. 
Now, if the song was campy or Broadway, it's a different story. And I think this was one way to eliminate Copper, according to the producers. Um, I don't know if she would have lost to um, Jombers. I don't know if she would have lost to Cheddar. Um, and this was their way of saying, Copper, we're done with you. And that sucks. Honestly, I no, I don't even think she would have been able to put up a fight if it was like a if it was like a uh, musical theater number. I genuinely think that like Black Peppa can do anything. Why is she black interview? Copper's like, if it was memory, I would have won. And I'm like, oh, she's probably no. Trying. Yes. No, because here's the thing, like Black Peppa is a performer like through and through, and a performer through and through like that can take on anything. I mean, who the fuck would have thought that taste would have killed fucking memory? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we got some upcoming seasons where these quote unquote performers may not be doing well in the lip syncs. I don't Wait, know. Wait, what season? I don't know. Are you talking about this season or upcoming seasons? Maybe both. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Copper, very good at entertaining, performing, but this was her time. She was finished. In the end, Black Pepper remains. Copper Top is a bottom and she sashays away. Do you agree? No, I still don't think she should have been in the bottom. But if this... Do I agree based on the lip sync? What? Yes. Based on the lip sync, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I tweeted like as I watched it, like Black Peppa is going to be the breakout of the season, if only for that performance. Like that was fucking incredible. Yeah. I was living almost as much as Leomi. I got some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. What is Copper's legacy? Ginger Fag. Yeah. Yeah, she really got fucked in that first episode. Yeah, because she, again, like, I don't think she should have been in the bottom of that episode. At all, anywhere near the bottom. Like, I, <clears throat> although I did love it's Pixie camp. saying, is Copper's just ugly? Yes, so is homophobia. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> listeners, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know how excited I am. Allison Hammond on Drag Race, it's happening, and a Chatty Man parody. Will this episode be the cat's meow? Who's Allison Hammond? <gasps> Fuck off. Allison Hammond is a former Big Brother contestant turned TV presenter. She is on This Morning on Fridays, and she does um, weekly uh, little things on the main show. She is hilarious. Oh, um, you- she is so funny. The, her laugh is, um, I believe there was an article over COVID that her laugh brings people happiness. Um, she is so good. Go onto YouTube, watch compilations of Allison Hammond. You are going to laugh. Like when she falls into the water because she's just being a fool, it's fucking hilarious. Um, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm honestly like the guests this year have been incredible. The lip sync songs have been incredible. This cast is fucking amazing. Like, I don't literally like, the only person that I wouldn't like be super upset with like going home is Pixie because again, who the fuck is Pixie? Skr, go tweet her. They're doing her so fucking dirty. I feel bad. Yeah. After three episodes, the winner of the season is Cheddar. I've been Black Peppa, but this week I got to drop her down a spot. I'm gonna go with Cheddar as well. Cheddar just ju- is keeping on jumping up. Um, Here's the thing I, with Peppa, though. 
Peppa, Peppa is not somebody that they would give the crown to on her first go around. I fully disagree with that. She, to me, is too cool, too edgy, and like too like contemporary to warrant. That's never who they crown. Except Simone? for what? Except for Simone. Simone. But again, who the fuck else were you going to crown for that, that season? Because Candy's too controversial. Brew didn't like Rosé. <laughs> yeah, that's a real problem. Not a reason why not to crown Rosé. Rosé could have been the crown winner. And then who was the fourth? Oh, got Mick. Got Mick. I kind of wanted a double crowning between Simone and Mick. Could it happen? Could it and happen? also I mentioned, I said earlier that um, season 14 was the first time that we got an openly trans contestant. I, I meant trans women. Um, because again, there just seems to be like some weird level of like trans misogyny there that just like doesn't sit right with my soul. Well, anyway, Liam, <laughs> where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got to plug? I don't have any projects to plug because I've been hiding away from everything. But you can follow me on social media L underscore I underscore A underscore M underscore K. Underscore. Or just search Liam Koji. Underscore, underscore. Is <laughs> there the anybody? I, I, maybe I'm just gonna change my um screen name to underscore underscore. But like, say the word like right at the word underscore, then underscore it, just for the fun of it. You love your underscores. I do, and I like the aesthetic of because you can search me by like my actual name. Like mm-hmm. if you search Liam Koji, like I will come up. You can even search my real name, and my accounts are still tied to it. So like. Which my real name is Liam Shimizu, but I go by Liam Koji because Westerners have a really big problem with Shimizu. But, uh, <laughs> but yay, Hollywood Liam, casting directors! Liam Koji on everything. Well, this was fun. This was fun. I'm going to get in more trouble. I can't wait for you to get in more trouble. That's that's your brand. I actually didn't get in trouble last time. I'm surprised after saying that you white queens are too generic to tell apart. <laughs> Well, if you didn't say that this time around, well, buddy. Well, no, because no one looks here. like each other here. That's true. That is very true. They all have and their own unique personality. Is, also, this cast is like really pretty, other than a couple, but like most of them are like really pretty. Yeah, it's a very pretty cast. Well, thank you so much for being here. Of course, thank you for having me. A big thanks to Liam for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit BuyMeACoffee.com/slash/blockTalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.